And now we bring you Mary from Michigan Saves the World, the story of one young woman's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. In an effort to discover why the troubled Julia would have visited the Detroit Museum of Art recently and met with Mary Marshall's beloved mentor, Hubert Barker, Mary decides, along with the loyal Scott Dascom and the charming John Cowan, to visit the distant treatment center in Warrendale where the troubled Julia was until recently kept before her violent escape a week ago. While Scott and John seek out nurses to speak to who might know something about Julia's behavior, Mary is introduced to Dr. Robert Blank, the psychiatrist responsible for Julia Marshall's care during her time at Warrendale. Now walking the stone halls of Warrendale with Dr. Blank, we hear Mary say, Thank you for taking the time to talk, Dr. Blank. I appreciate it. Me showing up without an appointment and everything? I know you must be so busy. Oh, I'm happy to... So, you understand, I, I can't say a great deal about the kinds of treatments we attempted with Julia. Oh, I understand. But I think it'd be all right if I showed you some of what Julia was up to while she was here. Oh, thank you. Well, right this way. So, we found that your sister Julia wasn't really what you would call a social animal. Oh, more like just an animal. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Well, after a while, we did find it was easier to keep her apart from the rest of the residents. So we worked out a, a sort of arrangement. We put her down here, in this old part of the building. Just down here. And in here. This. The old conservatory. Oh, it's a greenhouse. Yeah, what they used to call the garden hall. It got too expensive to maintain, but then well, just seemed like a good fit for her. Put her bed right there, right in the middle of the whole thing. Only place I saw that really made her happy. Made her start to trust people with her secrets, which, well, we know how that turned out. Is this where she... where Julia stayed? But it's, it's so... it's so wonderful. She thought so. All these flowers and the scent, all these windows climbing right up into the sky, it's... Oh, is this her bed? Right in the middle of all this? Yeah. Well, I haven't had a chance to move it since she, well, since she did what she did. Escaped and put Ella Fontaine in the hospital. Who knows? Maybe she'll end up back here. Oh. Can I sit here? On the bed? Sure. It's just... Oh. I'm gonna lie down. Oh, it's like a dream. At first we had her in a room with another young woman, but there were disputes. Uh, and then we gave her a room of her own, which helped, but it's not giving anything away to say your sister is a sort of angry person. Oh, no. Uh, but, well, it was my idea, actually, bringing her down here, letting her tend these plants. This was something she did always like to do. She liked being outside, being in the garden. Did she tell you that? No, uh, but part of the job of helping people like your sister is intuitive. I guess I sensed it. She did all this? All these ferns and flowers and... Well, some of it. Some of these things were here, you know, although none of it was in very good shape. As I say, it takes a lot to keep a place like this in decent condition, and, well, nobody here had the inclination. Until Julia did. Until she ran off, attacked Ella Fontaine, and escaped. Yes. But it seems like... like maybe Julia was actually happy here. I think so. Or, you know, on her way getting there. Well, I'd be happy here. Well, you are twins, I guess. Oh, if I lie here too long, I'm going to fall asleep. 
it's, it's interesting to see you there. I'll say that much. What do you mean? The resemblance. It's really something. Oh? One more thing about Julia that you're probably aware of. She's not... She's not shy. No. So, another reason we put Julia down here was her tendency to get involved <laughs> with other residents. You mean she'd... Um... She would make passes. Mm. And obviously, our wings are segregated by sex, but that, that wasn't much of a barrier for her. Oh. So... Uh, what about our nurses? She would make passes at her nurses, yes. And what about her doctors? She would make passes at her doctors. Was that another reason you wanted her down here? So she'd be by herself, out of view, so you and she could do what you wanted? No, Mary. Ah, uh, but you thought about it. It's my job to know what my patients want. Well, you must have wanted something to happen. What I want, what I wanted was to help your sister. And did you? I think so. Were you too close? Uh, not like that, but uh, a certain intimacy or the illusion of intimacy can be very effective in eliciting trust. And through trust, confession? Uh, through trust, progress. Like I say, she's, she's not really the sort of person who makes attachments easily. But if she observes that an attachment can be made safely, without risk. But she confessed her secrets, didn't she? At least to Ella Fontaine? Yes. And maybe to you as well? Well, of course, I learned things. Ah, what kinds of things? I think here we're beginning to encroach upon that area that falls under patient You must comfort. have been very important to Julia. I like to think that in the end I'm important to most of my patients, one way or another. But you put her here where no one else was. She might have felt that she was special. In many ways, she was special. One of the most extraordinary cases I've ever had, in fact, if you want to know the truth. What secrets did she tell you, Dr. Blank? Why don't you get up off that bed, Mary? I need to get back to my patients. <laughs> This place is so amazing, Scotty. This cafeteria is like something out of a Best of Pinterest special. I would actually come here on purpose. Mm. <laughs> if I lived around here, I mean, and was crazy. Mm. Well, crazier. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Mary's okay. I feel like she could get into serious trouble coming here. Like, what if they decide she's not actually Mary, but Julia, and just, like, lock her up suddenly? Can you imagine Mary trying to be evil, though? <laughs> No. <laughs> She's literally the sweetest person I've ever known in my whole life, without being, you know, sort of insipid. <laughs> Scotty, we have to find her somebody. I... I don't know if she's on the market right now. I mean, there's a reason she hangs around with us. I don't know, she's just got so much else going on. I just feel like she needs to get all of this stuff behind her, with her mom and with crazy Julia and just... I mean, honestly, she just needs to move to Chicago right now and leave all of this stuff behind her. But she's she's never going to do that. If she did... Right? Uh, she should. She deserves it. And it's like, girl, like, I, I want to literally push you onto that train and mm -hmm. say you cannot come back for a whole year. Because once she goes, she's going to realize how much she can do. She'll do it eventually. 
Oh, I, I also think she doesn't know exactly how beautiful and sexy she is. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I think she knows. I think she can use it when she wants to. Well, I just I look at her and, and her sweetness and how smart and strong she is, and I just, I just want her to go and do her thing. Mm. Oh, hey, here she comes, Jillian Fox, that nurse who promised to talk to us. Hello. Thank you for taking a second. Uh, I know you guys must be insanely busy. You could say that. Oh my gosh, no pun intended, but I... Anyway, uh, my mom's a nurse, actually. Uh, not a psych nurse, but... Oh, really? Where? Yeah, she, she works down at Detroit General um, in pediatrics. So uh, we, we had hand sanitizer literally everywhere in the house growing up. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, Jillian, can we get you anything? Like coffee or pie? No, no, I'm good. Thanks. I I only have like literally two minutes. So you guys are friends of Julia's sister? Exactly. Okay. That's her twin, right? If I remember correctly? Yes, Mary. Uh, She's over talking to Karen Foster, who I guess was Julia's counselor here? Sounds right. I wouldn't swear to it. So I know you weren't like Julia's nurse or anything, but... Yeah, no, but... So... I was thinking about your question about Ella Fontaine. So, obviously, there's a lot I can't say. I mean, I really can't say anything at all about Julia Marshall. Not that I know very much, but I do know that Ella Fontaine was someone Julia would talk to. At least, I'd see the two of them talking a lot in the halls and and the gardens and so on, which is something we're encouraged to do. You know, if a patient wants to talk, that's seen as part of our job description. I mean, obviously, we're not supposed to try to do actual therapy or anything, but it's sort of part of the ethos here. Right. So I know Julia and Ella would spend time together. Right. And did Ella ever talk to you about Julia? Me? No, no. But I mean, why don't you just talk to Ella Fontaine herself? We tried that. She didn't want to talk. Really? Why not? I don't know if I'm supposed to say. Oh, Scotty, I'll say. So Mary already talked to Ella Fontaine on the phone. And, according to Ella Fontaine, Julia told Ella some kind of secret, and then Ella told that secret to somebody, and that's why Julia attacked her. Really? Huh. Well, so who did Ella Fontaine tell the secret to? That's what we're trying to find out. But we can't ask Ella Fontaine because she's not talking about it to anyone. Well, not anymore. Not after Julia stabbed her. I guess that makes sense. Well... That's all news to me. You haven't talked to Ellen in person. Like I say, she doesn't want to talk. Yeah. Hmm. Well, still, I, I guess that's what I'd try, even if she doesn't want to. Yeah. I'm sorry. I really do have to run. I wish I could be more helpful. No, you've been totally helpful. Thanks, Jillian. Oh, you're welcome. You know, I will say, that Julia seemed like she was a really interesting person. I mean, just observationally. What do you mean? She had some visitors at least twice. Like who? I guess just they didn't seem like they were the usual kind of. It didn't seem like it was family is what I guess I'm trying to say. Like two guys in really nice blue suits and um, a couple of women together. Just very well-dressed women. Really? At first I thought they were like religious people. Like she was in some kind of cult or sect or whatever. But... I don't think it was that. Their cars were too nice. Huh. Like like what? Oh, just expensive new black cars. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a car person, but just fancy. And then I just sort of figured she just must have some kind of 
I don't know, some kind of money from somewhere. And maybe these were like lawyers or something. But I don't know. I, I never asked. I'm sorry. I really have to go. Yeah, well, thanks. Yeah. Uh, good luck. Bye. Scotty, oh my gosh. So that was a bombshell. Like, I got the last second. Goodbye. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, Julia has these mysterious visitors. <laughs> what? Right? Oh, this, this seriously is just, it's just getting weirder and weirder. Mm-hmm. Wait till we tell Mary. Oh, speaking of that, it's just about five o'clock. We should probably head out to the car and meet up with her. John, what if we never met Mary? Ugh, don't even say that. She doesn't like to admit it, but... She's the reason why I actually got the nerve up to really take my idea for Mandrake seriously. You know, to actually launch the business for real? I know, she's the best. I just, um... I just don't think she knows the sort of effect she has on people. Scotty, Scotty, are are you okay? Oh, yeah. Just... Just a little dizzy again, uh, from, from when that cop dropped me on my head. I, um, you should go back to the doctor. Yeah, I, I will. Or, or just rest for a couple of days. You've been doing so much opening the business and then coming up here. Babe, babe, I'll, I'll be fine. I, I promise. Um, I'll make an appointment tonight. But right now, we need to help Mary find out who was visiting Julia here and what's really going on. You won't want to miss the next chapter in Mary from Michigan Saves the World at this same time tomorrow when you'll hear Mary say... Now's the time to talk to Ella Fontaine and get the truth out of her. That's tomorrow on Mary from Michigan Saves the World.